What's up, what's up, everybody? What's we are on? back going with on? another episode. And you know, we got treats. We got new treats in here today, y'all. <laughs> we got Minister Brittany. Minister? <laughs> Pastor. Elder Bishop. <laughs> and Pastor Whitney. First Lady Whitney. And now, like, nah, y'all, we got our, our sisters in here. I'm going to let y'all introduce y'all. So, I'm, y'all already know this other guy, but I'm going to just I'm let him say, do it because it's been gonna, a minute. He going to introduce them in this. I'm going to let y'all introduce y'all. So, y'all know who it is. Joe Rich, Pastor Joe, PJ Rich, whoever, whatever you want to call him. Whatever, feel free. Jordan, Jordan, whatever. Y'all know who it is. Let's go. Whitney, you go first. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all. It's Whitney Rashawn. And I'm Brittany. Uh, yeah, they, they they are not shy right at all. At all. They gonna give learn this podcast. Give it ten minutes. Give it ten minutes. They gonna learn in this podcast. But we got a little. But we got a conversation, y'all, for today. We got a conversation, and you know, we we tried to leave it broad today, so we can just really um, have a, a, a in depth, opinionated, um, Bible led conversation <laughs> about about ourselves. But today's topic is: um, Has the church fell off? Okay. Has the church fell? Off, so I want to get right into it, and I'm gonna throw um, the ball first to um, Brittany, okay. since she threw her sis under the bus. Like, <laughs> I, I, what's your opinion? Like, what, what has the church fell off? I don't think it has. I think it has evolved. Evolved. Yes. How so, though? People are accustomed mm-hmm. to the old school way of church, mm-hmm. and people practicing more religion than Bible teaching. Right. So that's different for them. It's modern now. So I don't think it has fallen yeah. off. It's evolved. Okay. Go ahead, Whitney. She kept it short. Like <laughs> we gonna we gonna mess with her later. What you think? I agree. I think that um even with the whole um Mike Todd mm-hmm. with his ransom uh play for Easter, I think that as Christians, we are taking away that uh, the religion aspect of it, right. and we are sticking with the relationship with God and with other people to continue to um, spread the gospel, mm-hmm. spread the gospel, and bring more people in so that they can know that Jesus loves loves them, mm-hmm. and that they can understand what He has done for them, so that they can then go out and share that same good news with other people to bring even more people, whoever they are assigned to. So <laughs> facts. <is right>. I, <laughs> could, <laughs> I couldn't be quiet for that thing. I'm trying to Brittany look at me like <laughs> Y'all I'm in here trying to open it up pop while while Whitney finishing y'all, y'all can hear the <laughs> in the back. And Brittany like, what, you gonna do that now? Really right, right, we had all this time. <laughs> nah but real talk like it, I so I was talking to one of our, our, our members yesterday and I mentioned our topic and she mentioned it has fell off. And y'all was supposed to come up here with this this opposite point of view. But um um I'm I'm a, I'm gonna throw something out there and then I'm gonna throw okay. it to Pastor Joe to give him something to eat on. Um has the church fell off from the perspective of love? Yeah. Oh now now it has <laughs> right. a minute ago when it fell off. Now it fell off. Well, I wouldn't even say falling off. I think um it's just broadcasting more. You can see it on social media. You see it on TV. Mm-hmm. How, what's the the one lady that um, condemns everybody <laughs> in the middle of service? I'm co- we, we coming for people in there. <laughs> in the middle of the service, she said, I'm going to come for that. I'm coming. When I see you in the streets, yeah. her my spirit and then the other you. one that, that was talking about the drummers had demons yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Like, of course, that's not out of love. So I think it's that we see it more. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's changed because I mean everybody got this church trauma, mm-hmm. so people have been doing a thing, but now we we see it everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like it's kind of like if you, from a race perspective, how we didn't uh, it was always going on, but now everybody got cameras, so we right. seeing exactly. stuff that's it's been going on, kind of like that's been going on. What you think, Winnie? Now we gotta go back around, like from a love perspective, from from the love perspective, how we fell off. Hmm. Okay, Pastor. <laughs> <laughs> that I don't I don't think so. You don't think so? I I think this I think it's I really think it's the same. Um people have always um 
condemned others in the church. Mm-hmm. So they have always pointed out other people sin and try to um, act as if we are not all in the same boat. Right. <laughs> like we don't all have sin. And so I, I, I definitely don't think it's changed. I think it's the same. And I think that the ratio is the same. So the people that want to love and spread the love, they are continuing to spread the love. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And the people that are the religious people that want to make it seem like they're holier than thou, they're Mm -hmm. doing X, Y, and Z and doing everything perfectly. um, They're not. And it it shows up in how they treat people. And, and that's, I mean, go ahead, go. I know you got some thoughts. You could. I'm, I'm thinking. I know. I'm thinking because this is a, this is a real topic. You got to answer both questions. Dang. <laughs> I'm going to just answer it all. Because that, that, that was going to be my first initial um, response was fell off in what way? Because when you think of the church, like the church is God's bride. So mm-hmm. the, technically the church can't fall off. If, if, if God wants somebody removed, he'll just move, remove them out the way. But mm-hmm. I think we have failed as people to realize when God is not in something. I think we have failed as people to realize when God is not in it, but yeah, we continue no, to support. Sir. Nope, for real though, for real, we we continue to support these things, and now you have these pastors, these pastors that are like big, but they're influencers, but they're not showing the gospel in the right kind of light. Mm-hmm. Like you got pastors going viral for saying all kind of crazy stuff because it they've been supported, like the, the mess has been supported. And so I, I wouldn't say the churches fell off. And then as far as the aspect of love. I, I got to agree with them on this. It's just more publicized now. Mm-hmm. So for a minute, we thought like we was the only church doing it like this. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like we just want to love people. We just want to like, we ain't trying to beat you with the Bible. We ain't, all we trying to do is give you the word and hey, you, you do it what you will. We mm-hmm. thought we was the only ones for a minute. But as you continue to expand out it you see that there's other people that's real like this that's real mm-hmm. about the love mm-hmm. of christ and that's real about pushing it and showing the love of christ but mm-hmm. the only thing that gets views or the only thing that gets stuff like like uh, uh publicity is mess church mess so i don't know it's 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 one of those things that i, I as i meditated i just thought about it like have we really fell off like and i'm like no nah, we haven't so 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 i think what we do too much is we see each we see the kingdom in sections like we we each church mm-hmm. like each church but in the in the end of it we make up the kingdom of god like christ. the bride the of christ is not mm-hmm. words away the right. pride of christ is not transformation church the bride of christ is not oak cliff it, we are all make up the bride of christ we are mm-hmm. one so like I'm married, so so it's Mr. and Mrs. Calvin Verner. I'm responsible for my wife. I'm supposed to love her. It's a unity. We come into one to become one flesh, like the Bible says. Like he looks at us as one unit. And we the body of Christ, the kingdom of God should be viewed as one unit. Like one big bride. And I think we we haven't fell off because even if it's just one of us still preaching the gospel, mm-hmm. it's still doing what it's supposed to do. Has it has it been if we want to look at the question from the perspective of how we tainted. not not tainted it or how we met the standard, yeah, that's nah, a we whole ain't been a good, we ain't been game. a good wife. <laughs> We've been a horrible wife. Game. We are some adulterers. That's a whole different <laughs> like, ball game. Like I mean, the Bible even calls us that you are adulterers. Like mm-hmm. we have not displayed the true love of Christ. Like and one thing about a wife, like she, so she she just she um she represents her husband, right? right. So when you see her, you supposed to see what her husband's like. I right, so if you want to see how I'm like, just look in my wife's eyes. And if she looked depressed, I'm probably trash. Like, if she happy, that's because, like, it, she's a reflection of me. So we should be a reflection of Christ, right? So mm-hmm. we're not really taking, we don't have his DNA sometimes. We don't mm-hmm. meet the standards, you know what I'm saying? And I, I was reading some scripture earlier, like, oh, my goodness. Like, it, it literally, Paul was telling Corinth, like, he's like, y'all, faith is cool. He's like, what do you, I got to read this, bro. Because it was like. He said, y'all, faith is cool. Like, y'all cool, but he said it was second. He was in 2 Corinthians. Uh, where is that? I was in 2 Corinthians, just floating around chapter 8. And he said in verse, uh, uh, first, what was it? Let me phrase this. In verse 7, he says, since you excel in so many ways in your faith, your gift is uh, your gift is speakers. Your knowledgeable, uh, your knowledge, your enthusiasm, and your love from us. I want you to excel also in your gracious act of giving. It's like 
and I was reading that like, dang, and I, I kept reading and I jumped down. It's like uh, verse 14. He says, right now you have plenty and can help those who are in need. Later, later, later they will have plenty and can share with you when, when, when you need. Um, in this way, things are, will be equal. And I was reading that like, we are all like joint together. We are supposed to be in unity. Like, I think when we say love, we're like, well, I do love, but we're supposed to be in unity. Like, the, the, we're supposed to be one as the body of Christ, which then makes us a complete bride for Christ. So I don't think we fell off. I just think we're struggling really bad in some areas because this is the thing, even if, if half of us ain't right, the other half of us should be compensating for where they falling mm -hmm. off. Like, you see here, it says right now, verse 14, right now you have plenty. It can help those who are in need later. They will have plenty and can share with those when uh, when you need. In this way, things will be equal. He's talking about money and generosity, but that's just a one example of like if I'm I got plenty, and Whitney on the side doing ministry and she hurt, mine is yours because we all right. kingdom. We are all. It's not words ways money. So mm -hmm. if it's a church down the street that's hurt and we got a savings account, that right. let's go do that. Mm -hmm. So like it's one we we haven't fell out, but we I think we're missing. I think we're missing the deeper thing, like what we should be. Um, and when you think of love, I, I keep thinking of the word unity, like mm -hmm. being unified like as the bride. And really, Jesus don't have six million different wives. Like he ain't a polygamist. Like he's not married to our church and then they church. We are one single body. And I think when we, we miss that because we really don't, we miss that, like the, the ideal of that. And I think, if we viewed each other as parts of one, it would be different. So we haven't fell off. I mean, as long as Jesus has been preaching, nah, and I wouldn't say we fell off, but we still got a long way to go. Like, we got a long way to go. What's, what else on y'all mind? Like, for me, I know y'all cooking. Like, like what else from that, like, from the perspective of us falling off, what ways can we approve and become a church that is what we know we should be? Like, if y'all could change one thing about the church and say, I can make, wave a magic wand and be like, this would be better for us. Like, what would y'all change? Like, what would be the thing you would buy? I would love to see us do this better. <clears throat> I think I would love to see us just be honest where we are in our mm -hmm. lives. Um, <clears throat> things that we've been through. Um, because I think that if we can be honest about the things that we've gone through, mm -hmm. different experiences that we had, um, and how God has transformed us in that or how we're still maybe struggling with something and mm -hmm. God is helping, um, you know, helping develop us in that area. I think that it can help the people that may feel like they are um, they're in it by themselves. Mm -hmm. And it will also help the unbeliever um, that are, that's watching us to know that. We're not perfect people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> we are people just leaning on Jesus to um, to get us through every single day. Absolutely. And so I think that being transparent and authentic with um, our brothers and sisters and just in general with people that we come across, that will make it easier for even the unbeliever to cross over yeah, and and to be start to believe um in in our god in our jesus and then they can help other people but when people are just like holding back and it's perceived as if they're perfect or that they don't make mistakes and things like that that's why i think a lot of um unbelievers think that we're hypocrites mm -hmm. and so just been honest that's that's right. talk. I like, agree. Like honestly, you can't take hers. I'm trying. <laughs> I, to I agree. Say, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Saying, I we said that, that together. Yeah. We said that no. together. No. Yeah. For the I family. agree. No. <laughs> for the nah, nah, nah. But well, if, if nah, you go, you go, Joe. If you can wave a magic wand, God said, I'm gonna answer. I'm gonna change one thing about your church experience and or the church. What would you change? People actually, people actually living the word. Mm -hmm. Ooh, mm -hmm. integrity actually living it sanctification like that's Holiness. so i got a scripture boom mm. scripture right here so <laughs> this is why i feel like the church hasn't fell off right so let's say in ephesians 5 and 25 it's say for husbands this means love your wife just as christ loved the church he gave up himself for her mm. to make her holy and clean washed by 
the cleansing of God's word. Mm-hmm. We'll never be holy nor clean until it's time for us, until we meet him in the clouds. So this whole experience as being Christians is the fact that we are to be sanctified and to be holy, meaning we have to be dirty and trash first in mm. order to be transformed into that. Yeah. So our whole our whole experience is to be transformed. So Facts. that's why I can say that we haven't fell off is because though we are trash, like as we all admit we are, mm-hmm. we should be being transformed. And that's why I say like, my whole if i had one like ray j if i had one wish it'd be people actually living the word like not interpreting it from your own feelings or emotion or from your Come own on. hurt and trauma or from your own thoughts and emotions but actually digging into the word studying it and 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 actually applying it to your life because i think when we begin to apply the word to our life that's when we see the church the church begin to look more like acts right like it's not about you know what I'm saying? Like me or my emotions. It's about this this gospel. It's about this gospel. And when it becomes all about the gospel, when I'm just living my life for the gospel and for God, and my, I'm continuously dying to myself and putting myself away and taking up my cross, right. that's when you begin to see the selflessness. That's when you begin to yeah. see the love. That's when you begin to, begin to see the humility and all of the things that come with living with God's word. Like we won't no longer look defeated. We will actually right. have power. We will actually live in power. That, that's when unbelievers will see like. The miracles, like back in the day, I, I hear a lot of that. Like, why God don't do some of the stuff like back in the day, like open the Red Sea? Like, even that's another conversation for another time. But just to say, if we were actually living the word, faith in God, believing God, and trusting God, those miracles wouldn't be a thing. Like, wow. those miracles wouldn't be a thing, even though He's still moving. Even though we still see people delivered from cancer and all, all, all of these miracles that are still happening, like we should be seeing it on a much larger scale than what we do. Facts. What do you think, Brittany? I'm going to speak from my own experience, <laughs> and I think that the church could meet people where they are. Mm, yes. I like that. Because, I like, like that. just based off of the church that I came from and coming here, mm-hmm. the people here were more relatable because mm. they were able to, you, <laughs> where <laughs> you got up here every Sunday right. telling us about yourself. Blasting myself, bro. <laughs> Every Sunday. I thought he was going to leave. Like, they were like, this dude. And I was like, is okay, no I good. see myself in this. Like, oh, yeah. And it was, no good. it was easier Get for me to now. understand. <laughs> <laughs> One day, you know, stood up here like, I'm sorry y'all spent all y'all money. God convicted me on repenting. <laughs> but I'm not taking my car back. <laughs> but I was able to see myself in it. Where I couldn't do that at the previous church. Yeah, okay. It was always this is this is the word, this is how you should be, but right. I don't see other people doing it. Doing it like right. he said, Relatable living in the word. Living. So right. so honesty, integrity, mm-hmm. holiness and holiness. sanctification. Right. And I I'm trying to think what I want to call this one. Because you know, we were just talking about this last night, I think, even or Sunday, just talking about how Paul when Paul was saying everywhere mm-hmm. I went being practical. I, 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 I blended in so to get this gospel to him being he talked about his issues he said I had an issue I got a thorn he didn't try to be above he was humble humility is that it like then how, I, would pra- how would y'all I would say practicality practicality because you think about it Jesus told stories so if I'm being practical to you I'm telling you the story of my life to help right. you relate better to the right. word like I'm uh-huh. telling you how exactly. I live the word to help you relate better to it to mm-hmm. help you be able to say okay dang I could take that and do that same thing in this situation and I'll have a better result I have it so I, I would say practicality just in my head just being practical with it like and not being like I ain't gonna take up this whole interview. Nah, go, go, go. Come on. My it ears no burning. Interview. I know my ears get, I didn't know interviews. This is a whole podcast. Nah, go ahead. My Check. ears over here burning. I don't know if it's because of these headphones or because it's hot in here. But no, it's, I mean, it's being it's, it's being practical. Like, like because I, I got I share the same experience. And this ain't like taking shots in all the church. This is our experience. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. We didn't name no names. But right, exactly. <laughs> but I, I always tell like I always tell this story about this name one names. time. Put I'm, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, I remember Tim Ross? He was like, say it. Say it. He did. He did. He said, no. Say it. We whole got We got to hold people accountable, man. Say it. Say it. It's it's like it's it's like literally practicality. Like I I always tell this story just as a as a as a reference. Like I was. I was at Bible study one night, and it was like a little six-year-old that came in. We were talking about hell and and that and so on and so forth. And um, it was um, the word that was was torment that was said. And the mics are always up, so anybody can come and ask questions or whatnot. And the little kid came up to the mic and asked the question, like, "What does torment mean?" And the response was, "It's like a vexation." <laughs> and I looked at my wife, 
She was my wife at the time. See, I looked at her and she looked at me like, what's fake station? I don't know. I just started Googling it. But it's just like, it's incidents. It's incidents like that. I should be able to, what the Bible say, like, it should be so understandable, even a babe, even a child should be able to understand it. I should I should be able to explain this thing so vividly, even a child should be able to be like, dang, okay, I can't. But the adults you weren't understanding it either. I'm like, I'm on Google. <laughs> I'm like, Google, like, a vacation, vacation, not vacation. Like, it, it but that's, it's just those instances where breaking it down, or even, even to the simplest form. Even to the simplest form, mm-hmm. but if I, I I can give you the word and never t- and never show you how to use it, like never show you how you're supposed to apply, how you you just read it like and you said that practicality, that practicality, bro, yeah. practicality. And I, and I know that's a gift. Like that's that's the number one thing I ever hear anybody compliment me for is my I can understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I've heard it so I've heard it dozens of times. Men said I ain't been in church. I I ain't been in church that's in that's 10, that's 20 years, but I just don't understand. And they came up to me like I love it. I can understand. And it's like. All right, well, thank you. I didn't think I did that good. Like, I guess, like, and, and I remember when I first began to pass out, I was scared of that. Like, I wouldn't be accepted or because I didn't sound like everybody else. And I didn't, like, I didn't use my heavily gift. I didn't feel the need to speak in tongues on, on the stage sometimes. I didn't feel the need to run through. I can't sing. You know, when pastors can sing, they can just, they ain't got to study that hard. They just come up and be like, ah. Everybody go like, you better go, pastor. And then he could read two scriptures, and it could be cool. Like I can't, I have to actually like. See you on Sunday. Like, I'm gonna hype you up. Hey, hey, thank you, bro. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I can't look at him. You gotta him. be real. Like nah. I'm gonna give you real. I'm gonna hold you accountable, pastor. I, that ain't your hey, gift. I be practicing sometimes. Like if I do this, uh, if I go up there and this over they support me over they look crazy. Nah, but I mean, it's it's. If I could pick one thing. I would go back to what we just said, man. We would, we would love different. Mm-hmm. As a, oh man, we would, we would, we would truly understand agape, Christ's love mm-hmm. for us, mm-hmm. hoping and praying that that would in turn let us understand ourselves mm-hmm. better. We got a love issue, and if we fell off from anything, we fell off from love. From love. Like we fell off from. I mean, I mean that reminds me of the church, uh, um, Ephesus. Um, the Asian minor church as Jesus dealt with him in Revelation, Revelation chapter 2 he said y'all good y'all work hard y'all don't tolerate no uh, no, mm-hmm. no false doctrine bro, good teaching good preaching I got, I'm, I'm gonna put it on here I said the word do what it do I'm gonna go message version 2 oh, he man, said I see what you have done for Revelation chapter 2 <laughs> verse 2 what 2 through 5 real I see what you have done your hand your heart Hard work, mm. your refusal to quit. He mm. said, "Y'all long suffer. Y'all go hard." Endure. Yep. He says, "I know you. You, you uh, can't stomach evil. That you weed out, out apostolic pretenders." He <laughs> said, "Y'all don't have these people running around playing games in y'all church. Y'all work hard. Y'all long suffer. Mm. Y'all don't stomach no messed up doctrine and no messed up preaching, no messed up teaching, no false doctrine. Y'all don't let no Judaizers come in and mess stuff up. Y'all, y'all don't. Y'all don't allow any of that. Y'all weed that stuff out. Y'all get rid of it." He said, "I know your persistence." I know your courage and my cause um, that you never wear out. So he's like, y'all real ones. you like, bro, that's a pretty good report card. Like, they go hard. But then he says, but you walked away from your first love. Why? What's going on with you anyway? Do you have a, any idea how far you have fallen? A Lucifer fall. Turn back. Recover your dear, uh, your dear early love, your, uh, your your dear early love. No time to waste, for I'm well on my way to removing your light from the golden circle. He says in another version, I'm gonna remove your candle, uh, your uh, your um, um, your candlestick, I'm uh, your lampstand. And that's the only church when he judged it. He said, I'm gonna remove you from my circle. I'm removing your lampstand. I'm removing my presence from you if y'all don't get the love thing together. He said, I can I know y'all go hard, y'all doctrine right, y'all theology right, y'all long suffer, y'all, y'all, y'all Philippians for, y'all bound in all things, I can do all things. Like y'all, y'all doing it all right, but y'all won't love, and, and that's the basis of all of this. Like the basis of our salvation is love. The the ingredient, like it's like a cake with no sugars. You don't want that. Like it, this love thing when you don't put love in it, it don't matter how good the flour is or how good the egg is and it came from all grass fed chickens or whatever. Chickens don't even eat grass. <laughs> chickens eat anything. <laughs> like, 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 chickens like, eat anything. Like, like, like 
if without love is our ingredient, we don't work. And if I could get us to, as it been a pastor the last three years, that the lovelessness I've I've experienced from other leaders has been crazy. To where when I experience love from pastors, I'm surprised. Like I, I walked up to pastors, like, hey, just introduce myself. And they act like that was celebrity, and I was just like a, 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 a like, like a groupie. Like I mean, it, it was like, bro, we all just love the Lord and trying to share His word. Like I don't get it. Like um, I just the love thing. Listen. We were not called to a church. In the Bible, when Jesus left here, he didn't call us to a church. He called us to the kingdom. We never had a church assignment. We had a kingdom assignment. He he gave us the keys to the kingdom. He didn't say, I'm giving you the keys to the church to one up on Like, But we had the idea that love is optional because we don't see... We don't see love as a must. We see it as an option that we don't have to be certain way or we don't like them. We don't see it as a a mandatory because we don't see ourselves as one body. It's kind of like what we were just saying because we don't see ourselves as one body, one unit. We think it's optional to to help you or to help you. It's not an option. Paul is clear about this to Ephesians chapter 4 about unity. He got a whole chapter, what, Corinthians chapter 1, verse uh, chapter 12, I think. The whole chapter is about unity in the body. I think he said something like, can a, can a hand say to a, a nose, say to a foot, oh, I don't dude, need you? Yeah. Right. He said, no, it can't do that. Why? Because it's all the same body. And because we don't see ourselves as one body, the church next door, we can be bomb every day and really don't care. Like, you know what I'm saying? We really don't care to ever mm-hmm. help them or do anything to help them succeed because we so focused on our church. We so focused on us. I, even as we looked for and searched for a building at one point in time, I know church has several, several. And when I went to ask for help, well, we weren't part of that denomination, so Thanks. we good on you. Like, so since I ain't a Baptist or since I ain't a Kojic, like, I can't. Man, look. What? Like, it's it's so weird. Like, it's so weird. And I'm not, like, I'm not built like that. I could care less. Listen, if you believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins, and you believe He's coming back to get us the second coming of Christ, we're gonna go to heaven. Be with you are my friend. That's the. That's the. That's yeah. the ticket to get into heaven is mm-hmm. believing in that so all the other issues we separate for won't literally won't matter when we get to heaven it won't like we we separated and did all this and separated the bride and jacked it all up for stuff that don't even matter and i'm called i think the calling guys put on me which was way tries to follow in is we ain't worried about that you are our brothers and sisters in christ and if we can help cool like, like if we can do whatever cool like some people the some people doctrine is off no, we got we got all this different stuff. Like they believe in worshiping a certain way, or believe worshiping on a certain day. Or I mean, everybody got they messed up things. But I be like, I feel we gonna get to heaven. He gonna say, "Oh, y'all was trash." Like none of y'all really understood what he said, what y'all was supposed to be doing. But, well, I sorry, I was not denomination. You still was trash. Like you <laughs> didn't do what I really was telling you. Like we, you know, what I'm saying? I, I just we we living in a day now where people really down to going to hell, mm-hmm. and we arguing about. Are you have you been initiated under our group yet to be part of our regional construct to do whatever? Mm-hmm. Like it's like, man, people are literally going to uh, while we doing this conversation, somebody dead uh, is down in the hospital right. and didn't know Christ. Didn't know right. So so I, I just don't have time for that type of stuff. Like I, I y'all, y'all know I tell y'all all you need to know is one scripture to teach here. Mm-hmm. That if you understand the love of God, John three sixteen, and you understand that to the core of your heart, you can teach. You may preach the same message over and over, but that's a good enough <laughs> message. Tell me another message that it's Peter facts. preached. That's facts. Like, Peter it's facts. Preached, pre- Peter's preached the same message, bro. Hey, I'm going to try that. Over and over, dog. Next time you like, ask me to preach, I'm going to just jive 316. The same message every time I I'm preach. I'm going to start doing my same. tag. You preach to everybody. <laughs> hey, hey, but if you be real. I I, I can, okay, so let's think of something. I, I, can, um, I can give you a word. Y'all know I'll pick a word for your iPad, right? You can take iPad and, and come out the gospel with an iPad. Thanks. You can look at the iPad and preach on the iPad and pull the gospel. It's nothing we can't pull the gospel out of. It's it's so yeah. if you if, if they if a person study that and know that love, you can preach a purse and you'll pull the gospel out of a purse. Mm-hmm. Well, Jesus put us inside, like and covered <laughs> us and sealed and us. He carries and, us around. And, and, and here you go, here you go. And women, you don't touch them on my purse. So God ain't gonna let nobody touch you. Hey, bro. We were <laughs> But it's understanding because I know pastors and preachers right now that know so that have read 30 books mm-hmm. and don't understand the love mm-hmm. of God, mm-hmm. which means it's according to the church Ephesus that, that Jesus, Jesus himself, that's rare white and was dealing with mm-hmm. you. He ain't taking you. I don't care how many books and classes you took, how many doctorates you <laughs> put on the wall. And they literally teach that you go to hell for making, making these mistakes, mistakes. in life. And it's like, you don't even understand the love of God. Go back to class. 
And, and I think a lot of people just like, well, they don't have enough schooling there. I have no training. But we, I know one thing: we get the love, of, we we get the grace of Jesus Christ. I bet you we get more people saved because we understand that and digging that deep. And we like to get in our word and learn other stuff too. But you know what I'm saying? we kind of Bible junkies in here. But I mean, it just I, that's what I would change. Like, we gotta get this. Like it, it be on, it be on my heart. I wake up some nights like, like hurt by this. Mm-hmm. Like we could be saving everybody. Like, I feel like we can save everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, what? Like, what? Three, six billion people on the earth or something? Mm-hmm. Six, whatever? Mm-hmm. I feel like we can at least get, like, five of them mugs. Mm-hmm. We can get five billion. I, I got... If I can believe God for buildings and stuff, I can believe him for infinite amounts of souls. Like, Thanks. But we can't do it. it. I can't do it. Transformation can't do it by itself. No church we see out here that's doing it big cannot do it by itself. It takes a, a unity inside the body. And if we truly unify for real... The church will be unstoppable in government and everywhere. Everywhere. But that. But what did he say in the t- scripture? He says, "Tie yourselves together with love." Mm-hmm. And we have no, we know unity, no tie together, no glue, cause no love. Right. So, man, I yeah, I carry that one. I'm a, I carry yeah. that one because it it pains me. Cause my my goal is the souls, and we let everything else block us from getting the souls. And that's all I really care about. When I tell pastors and they get to meet me, I'm like, I don't, bro. I'm, I'm a gospel junkie. I want to win souls and, t- and disciple people into a holy lifestyle. Like if it, we, if it ain't about that, I don't even know why we touching it. Thanks. Like if it, if we if I'm playing games or trying to get popularity and get my Instagram followers up, like I I'm, I could have did that in the frat or something. Like I'm, I'm in the wrong career. Like I'm doing this to get to heaven. And like I got I got a hundred thousand for you. Mm-hmm. I put a hundred thousand in your name and in their heart. What's up? You know what I'm saying? Like you can't deny that. That's the that's the bag in heaven. That's the bag. Thanks. And that's it. What, what I asked y'all a couple Sundays ago. What's your body count? Mm-hmm. How many people gonna run around by? I'm saying because of Brittany and Whitney when they when they pray from that day and witness to me. I wouldn't know God. So they gonna get to heaven and go. They gonna God gonna look at their account like, oh, Brittany did this one for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. That that's on our account. Charge for her. Like you know what I'm saying? We like we like cash app. I'm trying to get some king apps. Some some king heavenly cash apps. But like I'm trying every time I bag a soul and I share God and they receive them. I'm here. Y'all know when y'all hear that little <laughs> coin drop when somebody cash app you. I'm right. trying to hear that in my heavenly account. Right. Like another one. Clean, clean. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like like so I mean that's 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 who and that's the pedigree of what I'm leading us to. That's who I want us to be. Mm-hmm. It's all about the souls. And if we do that, if we look at the church of Acts and if we do that, all that other stuff will come. Okay. Literally, it may be people that stuff will come. And the attack could come too. Uh, y'all know we rock with Double TC. And and worst way we rock with TC. Fall or not, like harm or not, mess up or not. Like we believe in mature people and men and women of God. So when you see you winning souls on that level, like the attack come, the devil gonna try to get you. Mm-hmm. He can't have twenty seven hundred people being saved from your Easter program. Mm-hmm. We can't have that. So I'm gonna just have all my realis- my legalistic uh, Christians and, and my bad-hearted, loveless Christians mm-hmm. just make a video about make you, a video about <laughs> like, you. like that. We don't even see it. But if we was in love, that brother believe in the same King we we believe Facts. in the same Spirit, same something. Say I'm putting my mouth on him. I'm gonna just go into prayer. I'm gonna just pray for them instead of saying I gotta make this video because I said he gotta know. Don't follow him. Don't get like oh my goodness. Facts. The souls are being won. Play God. And and think they know the intentions of people's hearts and what they're doing. And Thanks. so, you know, that's a I guess that's the downfall. That's the downfall. <laughs> that's, and, that's, and that's the whole thing. Like your weakest are your heart. The Bible says your weakest are heart and above mm-hmm. all else. Like mm-hmm. only God knows what's in your heart. So if only God knows what's in your heart, what am I trying to judge your How heart for? Judge exactly. What am I trying to judge your heart for if I don't even know it? Right. Like Come on, dog. That's why we gotta like, be slow to that. And then man. people like, say you could be tell a tree by his fruit. Well, you seeing too. So what that make you? Exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> you just as dirty as he is. So exactly. hey, like, hey, which fruit are you then? Like, which, which fruit are you then? Like, <laughs> which fruit are the you? bad one? Like, which, which fruit? Like, I'm a kingdom fruit, bro. I seen I seen you fly past me on the highway. No, I was doing seventy. I was speeding to it. You went past kingdom me. Kingdom fruit. And, we, and, and that's why when we when we study on our discipleship class on Bible study, I always bring up them tiny little sins. Nobody, because like, we always worry about well, we don't sleep around and mm-hmm. we don't be out here, bro, bro. It is, it was six hundred and thirteen laws, mm-hmm. like six hundred thirteen laws, like it's t- like, bro. 
and, and if that God changed it, just the new command, a new testament, a new agreement, it ain't just what you do now, it's what you feel in your heart. Mm-hmm. And don't tell me they hearts ain't never cut somebody out in their heart. Murder, that's hate for your brother. So I, I try to get us to come off that that foolishness, because it's not ignorance, because we know better. It's yeah. foolishness. It's really foolishness. But what if uh, round two, if you could change <laughs> something else that you've experienced in church, like whether you experience church hurt or the experience, what would you change or what would you like to see the church continue to grow in? Even if we're not completely bad at what would you like to see us continue to, to grow in? Who want to take it first? I had one. I forgot it, though. I was thinking, like, <laughs> dang, I should have said that one. I forgot it, though. I'll say um, generosity. I, um, I talked to one pastor. I hope he don't listen to this. <laughs> nah, he was like, um, he's like, our church, the word he used was, uh, I'm taking over this church and they got a stockpile of money. And I got the privilege to go, you know, take over this church. And they got a stockpile. And maybe I'm just ignorant to, and I'm new to the pastor game, but we are to we are to steward well and save and invest when we can and if we could put two million dollars in a savings account and get sixty seventy thousand dollars a year just in a dividend you do that like you, that's good management that's good kingdom management but i'm just not like y'all we may i tell y'all we may be broke sunday for the rest of our life because i'm the type like if i see somebody else in need and i got it my uh, my natural uh, obligation to, he, what did he just say what did paul just say Carl? we read it if i got something and they need it. You got it. And we've lived that way in this ministry since we started it. Like, if we got it, and it I mean, even if it hurt us to give it up. Thanks. But we can do it, we can spare it, and it can help you out of a gutter and to something that's gonna explode your ministry. Take it, bro. Yeah. Take it. Take it. Like we we are we we generosity is on our four pillars for a reason. So I would love to see us be more generous. generous. Um sometimes I hate our McDonald's mentality. The more branches, the more, the better. The more right. locations, the more um, campuses, the better. And until we hit Steve McFerdick, um status and we have at least three or four campuses and all of them are generating this, we, we, we ain't stopping. And it's like, mm-hmm. if we ever, when we, not if we ever, as when God built us and we have millions of dollars like that, man, we gonna adopt like, we ain't waiting till then. We, we have grant programs right now. Like we just put our first grant ever. Um, that in our vision we want to have between five and twenty-five grants we're gonna do annually between five and twenty-five thousand dollars. If your roof is leaking in your church, you apply for this grant. We look over, we pray over it. We're gonna hire a grants manager that does nothing but just manage money for churches and write them a check. All right, fix your roof. Like send us an invoice. Send the roof right there. Fix that roof. What we gotta do? Nothing. Thank you. Go mm-hmm. continue to say so. Yeah. I don't, you don't need to shout us out. Don't, matter of fact, don't tell nobody. Mm-hmm. Like, we got it. Mm-hmm. We got it. Like, like literally it's in my budget for $625,000 max in between there. Every year we would just, that should just, it's a grants program. Come get it. If you need something, your van, you need a van, y'all got people you can't pick up, go pick your minivan out of your, your incline Ford Transit and, 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 and we go pay the invoice. Mm-hmm. Like, I would love to see us get better in generosity. Which y'all, anything I y'all? <clears throat> I love that. I love, I love to give. So I think that's, I think that's amazing. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, I got one. Okay. <laughs> Just keeping your mouth off people, man. <sighs> Slander. Just keeping your mouth off people. Like, <sighs> like we, you gotta realize. We are innately just sinful people. Innately. You got to battle that. You got to battle your heart. You got to battle your mind. You got to battle the enemy. You got to battle your intentions. You got to battle other people's intentions when they saying, bringing little stuff to you. Like, learn to weed it. Like, before you say anything, before you open your mouth about anything, mm-hmm. weed out where it's coming from. Like, weed out where that's coming from. Like, where in your heart right. is that? Is that? Is that coming from? Mm-hmm. Because we so quick to say something and say God told me or I felt he put it on my heart or the spirit told me. Like, we like weed out where that's really coming from. Because you open your mouth and you and you, and you you bash your brother, you bash your sister. And come to find out, 
God actually put them on, told them to God do that. God told them to do it. <laughs> and you telling you saying God told you to say something about it when God like bro was nowhere near that. Nowhere near that. And then not only that, but you make it you 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 put a terrible light on the church when you mm -hmm. do that. When you put a YouTube video out talking about your brother or your sister, yeah. like Yeah, it makes sense. What kind of silly. unity is that? Like Yeah, it makes us look silly. That's hypocrites like that's something girl. that I want to add to that. Um, <laughs> kindness and goodness. Mm -hmm. I think that's something that needs to be added, yeah. added because we just don't know what people are going through. We don't. Life is hard already. And so I think mm -hmm. that if we could just spread a little bit more of goodness around and kindness like if you're thinking about somebody just send them a text message mm. hey i'm thinking about you you know praying for you. call them up say you know let's pray mm. um just spread a little bit more of that because i think growing up in in the church that i grew up in there was no kindness wow. <laughs> there was no goodness spreading around there was straight up just uh Lies. If you if you do if you do this, you're going to hell. <laughs> that was a Baptist like, church. Have, that, hey, we didn't have no chance <laughs> back then. We didn't have no chance don't to say make the name. Really, don't we, say the name. We, we, the Baptist we had no chance at all. <laughs> we was it all right, for real. We was done for y'all. I ain't gonna lie. We weren't making it out of middle school, bro. We was all <laughs> no, going to hell back like then, bro. Like, it was pretty bad for us. <laughs> I was going to hell in kindergarten for not wearing stockings. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, Brittany refused. I ain't putting these on. Kindergarten. She was back there ripping holes in them because she never mom goes, just take them off, girl. <laughs> okay, so an area that I think we can grow in is inclusion. And inclusion. when people hear inclusion, they think of all that other stuff. Yeah. I say inclusion because we need to start teaching the kids more. Right. They are just here. Right. Mm -hmm. So I feel like they're not really included in the lessons that we're learning. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So inclusion with that. And like, I remember one of my first times here, there was a guy that came. I ain't never seen him again, but <laughs> he was up here doing all this hooping and hollering and whatever. Yeah. And I was like, dang, he doing all that. Like what's going on? Mm -hmm. But who went up to him and gave him a hug was my seven-year-old. Wow. He wanted him to feel the love. So I think wow. inclusion, make everybody feel included no matter what they're going through or what you, your perception of them. Mm -hmm. I, I got this question. Like, so, Brittany, you're, you're a parent, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you're the only parents. Okay. It, your boys, right? You got these beautiful twin boys. How much of your life is is consumed with percentage-wise out of 100%? How much would you say is consumed with your children? I'm talking about how much your life 99.9% <laughs> Facts you probably, I'm not playing past that. That's really 99, 99. No, But let's that's, that's go that's 99. Let's be nice and say 90% Like how can our As parents Because I told I told I said 80 for mine mm -hmm. No I said 75 70 Penny said 80 But I'm, she do most of the work um, That's where my 99 yeah, That's where So and being a single parent, really most of all at that. So I said, if our in our personal lives as parents, our kids are between seventy and ninety percent of our lives revolve around them. How in the church they only we only put about 10, 10, 5 or ten percent attention to them. Like in our personal lives as parents, nobody would say under fifty percent of their lives as parents with their kids basketball with their shoes school they gotta drop them off the bus most of your day i'm gonna feed mm -hmm. them it's mm -hmm. like breakfast is the teacher school is calling it. i gotta mm -hmm. go pick them up most of your day is wrapped around the development health and safety of your children mm -hmm. so how in church we have it wrapped around at least half of what we do in the health development of our children if we're going to be their spiritual parents and raise them up and that's why as we transition it and god continue to bless we get our building i'm putting so much money and energy into our children's space and wing mm -hmm. because i want them to be there and i want them to be safe and i want them to want to learn about jesus but i want them to have a blast at church mm -hmm. it's gonna be time where y'all probably barely mention jesus but they gonna have a blast mm -hmm. like i'm putting every arcade in there i already put i'm out my mind how i'm gonna do this playground like i want them to have a blast because it is where I want them to want to be at and grow up at in the in the presence of God and the people of God. And how it says it says um, be joyous. How I'm, how I'm gonna be joyful sitting there like 
if I'm gonna have joy and be happy and be and, and the fruit of the spirit is, is 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 love and joy and peace and goodness and kindness and we gotta have fun. I wish you said fun in there. I wish you said fruit of the spirit is fun. Nah, people would take that and run with <laughs> it. God said have fun. And I like this. This is my fun. <laughs> Which is like it should church should be that place. And as kids, I remember times that we loved it in times that we just did not want to be there. And I, I feel like it should be all gospel, winning souls, discipling people in our next generation. Mm-hmm. And we see in the book of Joshua, then to judges, what happened when a generation comes up that mm-hmm. don't really wasn't taught Jesus mm-hmm. and didn't know God. We go from victorious in Joshua, slapping everybody all through the book of Joshua. Then you in judges. And the people and the generation rose that didn't know God. So they're hiding out in wells with Gideon, mm-hmm. and we Like, right. we go from raising up generation that's able to battle and it's going to take us leaders and pastors and all the leaders of the church letting change happen like having that inclusion to let change happen their generation don't want to do it like us like like when we when i went to church as a kid we had the lights was bright now we it'd be dark as a mug like there's no way they would have went for that back then like why did it be dark like but that embrace the Go generation to <laughs> Put some light. The the devil, we are the devil. light of the world. God said, "Let there be light." There ain't no light in here. <laughs> <laughs> right. Disobedience. But that's, I mean, we post to like. It's supposed to be a place where I want. I want it to be boys and girls club church. Mm-hmm. Like, and and and, and they here is this fun and they love it and it's fun and I go in there. I'm a wrestle with them all down the hallway sometimes. I, just because I'm parents don't mean I'm just. I don't do to the kids that much mm-hmm. because I just don't have time. Mm-hmm. I don't have time for the next generation that I'm hoping when I'm old they can take it. Mm-hmm. Or when or, or when they're 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, I'm not getting called by them. I'm like, he tripping. Because mm-hmm. I didn't take the time when they was nine. Mm-hmm. Like, and now when they 18, I want them to listen to me. Listen to Pastor. I'm going to help you. <laughs> Bro, where were you at? Like the last, like, I, I've been here since I was five. And I usually ain't talked to me this much since. Like, I don't want that. I want us to be a, a church that really everything we do is like, okay. Win souls, disciple people, bless, be a blessing to people, and get the, the next generation like a part of this, like in in the mix. And I ain't talking about every fifth Sunday is a kid Sunday, and they come up and, and clap and do kid dances. And I, I, I'm not. I'm talking about for real, like a, a, a training of the next generation of, of devil killers, like you know what I'm saying, like the next generation of demon of, of body and demons. Like I, I want to raise little miniature warriors. But we can't do that if we if it's so structured and so. I heard this before, and uh, I heard a story from one of my family members said it at one of their childhood churches. The kids was having a blast. They had volunteered to help with the kids, and they were having a blast. And the first lady walked past the classroom and seen the kids laughing, having a good time, and she pulled the teacher out to volunteer my aunt and say. I mean, Uncle, I don't know which one it is. <laughs> <laughs> my aunt and said, "Why are they like?" Why are they laughing? Do I hear fun? <laughs> like, do I have do I have fun? There's no way they're having fun in here. Get you kids sit down and, and, and teach. But what? Mm-hmm. Like, what? I'm saying? And it's just like, uh, we got to, uh, that that inclusion thing, I'm, it's everything. Because when I, I, I don't want to pass it until I'm 70. Because ain't nobody ready. Because everybody just, yeah. uh, my, my 20 and 25 and 30 years should be chomping, ready to preach. I'm ready. Like I'm married, I'm, I'm living holy. I'm, let me get a swing at the back. You show right, mm-hmm. <laughs> pass me a break. And if they show the right signs, I can just back up and take a lesser role. And, and God have been gave them vision. I can serve the next vision or the next. I want to be young and supporting the vision, bro. Thanks. I want to still be like able to be part of their vision. You know what I'm saying? So how do I do that if I'm 75 and and didn't raise up the next generation? So I love that that inclusion, but that's. We got we dropping balls with our kids. We dropping balls with even the little the girl, like you said, the man or the woman sitting in the corner and nobody said nothing to him. Like we that's back that's connected back to that love thing. Like you go get that person. You you make sure everybody to, to the best of your ability feels included and, and, and important as best as you can. But who was Wendy was only no she said her we already got our ride well, too yep. yeah like so I mean I guess we are gonna start wrapping up y'all like so it was it was a, a great conversation today I, I, I thank God for um, what we were able to discuss today I, I feel like um, as we continue to grow in Christ um, we realize now we haven't dropped the ball as long as the Holy Spirit is inside of us ain't nothing dropped 
and, and the Holy Spirit is still inside of us, that gift he gave to us until he comes back to get us. We ain't fell off. We just got work to do. Right. And I encourage anybody who may hear this uh, this, this cast, um, anybody who may jump on here, just be encouraged. Like, we got work to do. We got souls to save. We got the next generation to train and to raise up. And, and I'm excited about it. I'm excited about our responsibility to do it. We can do it. Like, we have the Holy Spirit inside of us. Romans 6 says the same power that resurrected Jesus Christ from the dead is the same power that lives inside of us. So nothing is impossible for us to do as a church. And I, I pray for the unity. I pray for the inclusion. I pray for the gentle and kindness that we're missing. Um, I pray for that we better be more generous. I pray that we become the church that, that really looks like Christ, smells like Christ, and, and, and looks like Christ, and, and sounds like Christ. And, and embodying that love and embodying those principles is gonna get us there. So we love y'all dearly. Any, say something. Y'all say something. Before we got here. No, nah, I love y'all, man. You know, first way for life. For life. Is that petty? <laughs> forever. Forever, ever. So what, ever, ever. So what forever. if I ask you like? Ever, ever. Just do what? To <laughs> what? Go plan another campus, or did God tell you that? Uh -oh. You gotta confirm. Uh -oh. no. uh -oh. <laughs> did He tell you <laughs> that? <laughs> no. I ain't heard nothing yet. <laughs> I heard that. Hey, and that's what happens when you get one building. You're like, okay, we're getting a brand new one. You stay here. And you, you get to the old one. I'm going with y'all. I'm going with the I'm new stuff. Don't give me the old office and you go build you a new nice with a bathroom. Hey, what about that? I'm, nah. I'm going to support. I've been called to support you. I can see it. I can see it. You can see, see. it. Bless y'all. We love y'all. And it's been another episode. It's been another podcast. We love y'all. Anything, anything, Brittany, Whitney, before we get out of here, y'all want to put on the, on the record and let the people know? She shot again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to talk again. <laughs> we love y'all. Be blessed. Be blessed. <laughs> there we go. So I'm going to go ahead. Y'all know I'll be having, I'll be, I have uh, the woman, I'm going to have Whitney Paris out today on our podcast. <laughs> and we're going to shut it down for y'all. Dear God, we just thank you. We thank you for this opportunity to come together as uh, brothers and sisters in Christ and just for a chance to um, get to know you better and more intimately, Lord. And so we just thank you that we do not have to limit our faith to our salvation, God, but that we can execute our faith in all things in the way that we live and the way that we treat others in the way that we love other people in the way that we share our lives yes, with the world so that we can um hopefully in our walks in our everyday walk that we can bring them closer to you and that we can show them you in our everyday lives so that they will want to be a part of the kingdom of god and spread your word all over the place and bring more believers in jesus name we pray amen and then we like to say y'all go and produce kingdom fruit and live like what words way we out of here